0: hey guys welcome back to mini monologue with me olivia Neal. today what we're gonna talk about i feel like it's easter yeah so it's good if if you're listening to this when it comes out it's good friday easter used to be such a big thing for my family like we would we had this cottage up on the north coast of ireland um it's like in the middle of fields it's my nana and papa's cottage and it's just like we we literally grew up there. Like that's where I spent my childhood. We would go up there. Like all my friends had caravans in a caravan park quite nearby. Um, that's it was. It's in a place called Bush Mills, right beside the Giants Causeway. I don't know. It's just, it's a really really nice place. There's really not much going on, and I just had the best times ever. Like in, in my childhood, in this cottage, and every Easter. All 12 of us, which is like m- my family, my cousins, my, my auntie and uncle, my aunt and papa, we would all go up to the cottage and we had this big, like, we we'd literally all have to sleep on like the sofas and then on on floors and sleeping bars because there were so many of us. We would have like a big lunch. It was always sunny for some reason. My mum would hide all these little Easter eggs or we would go in the big Easter egg home. We'd h- hide all our Easter eggs and go find them. We'd like paint eggs. We just had so many cute little traditions. And then... You know what's just the most depressing thing ever about growing up? You just stop going home as much and you stop, like these traditions kind of like fall off and no one's actually ever bothered to go, go up to the North Coast anymore and I don't really come back from London that often and I just feel like slowly and slowly all these traditions just fall off and it's really quite sad. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. And this year, I'm actually going to LA. Let me, let me tell you what I'm doing this Easter. So it's my friend's birthday today. She has decided she wants to go to uh, LA for the whole month of April. So obviously I was like, fuck it, I'm coming. So I'm actually going to Coachella. Uh, so I decided instead of just going for the three days to Coachella, because also I'm not going to get a 14 hour flight or something ridiculous, just for three days, like I'd rather like extend my trip and, you know, make the jet lag worth it. So I've extended it for two weeks. I'm going to LA for two weeks and I'm going for her birthday. So I'll be going out on good friday in la for my friend's birthday which is just the craziest sentence i've ever felt like my friends when they talk about la they've been before and they i'm going to stay with them and they they've been to la many a time and they have loads of friends out there and they know so many people and they know all the places to go and they talk about la so fondly and they're like i can't wait to go and every time they bring it up and obviously i was like well i'm coming with you guys now because like i'm literally like they're not my best friends so obviously i'm gonna go with them I don't feel left out. They're not making me feel left out in any way. But it's just like, I have nothing to input when they're talking about LA. Like, I can't say anything. And maybe I'm just like, I just feel like I have, I just don't know what to expect as well. Like, I just, in general with LA, like, I've never felt any sort of desire to go there. And if my friends weren't going there, I wouldn't be going I love New York so much. I love the people in New York and I feel like they're very similar to the ones to the people in London. And just the whole vibe of New York, I think is really, really cool. It's like, I could definitely see myself living there. But LA to me is just scary. And you never know, maybe I'll go and I'll love it so much. And I'll keep you guys updated, but like, there's just something so sinister when I think about oh, LA. I don't know why, but it stresses me out and I've got this pit of anxiety and watch me go and have the best trip of my life. And like, I should be feeling so fucking lucky and privileged and blessed that I'm able to go like for work, but there's just something so terrifying about it. Like, is everyone going to be horrible? In my head, everyone's horrible in LA and no one's going to want to be friends with me. I don't know. I'm terrified, but that's what I'm going to be doing. When you're listening to this, I'm gonna be out partying in LA. Crazy, um, yeah, I'm not going home and I'm absolutely devastated because I feel like I just don't. Uh, my mum and dad, I get to see all the time, my brother and sister, I see them a lot, but it's more my nana and papa. I don't think like I used to see my nana and papa every single weekend. We have Sunday lunch, and now since I've moved to London, I just I don't really go home a lot. And they're getting older, they're not, they're still perfectly mobile and whatever, but they just get a bit scared of going on planes. My... I think ever ever since COVID, like before that, they were always on planes and then they went into lockdown and then it was just like getting back on the plane just went a bit like scary for them and going back to an airport and kind of navigating that whole thing. And we've been trying to encourage them because they're completely fine. Like, there's no health problems whatsoever. Like, they should be able to go on planes, but they've just got it in their heads. Not that they don't want to go on planes, so they don't really come over to London to see me I begged them, but they don't want to, which is fair enough, because if I'm 80 years old, I'm not going to like do anything I don't want to do. But yeah, I just haven't really seen them that often. So their wedding anniversary is in April. And for their wedding anniversary, I got them a, a Christmas present. I got them a, a trip to Dublin, and I booked them into one of their favourite hotels in Dublin. And I'm actually going to surprise them. I'm so excited because I don't think I've ever done that before, like surprise someone. I remember one time I tried to surprise my dad for his birthday. Um, I'd been in Ibiza and instead of going back to London, I decided to book my flight to Belfast just for the day to surprise him on his birthday. I went to the airport, so excited, literally went from a night out and I fell asleep in the airport and I missed my flight. I woke up four hours later and my flight had taken off without me. I had a breakdown in the airport. So... If you remember that story, it was fucking wild. That was the lowest point ever for me, I think. Waking up in an Ibiza airport with no phone, um, missed my flight and had to just who knew you could leave the airport after you've gone through security. Not me. I did. Anyway, after that, I was like, mm, maybe surprise people isn't for me, but I'm 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 gonna do it. I'm gonna surprise my nana and papa before I go to LA. So that should be really exciting. And I really hope someone gets a video of it because my nana will cry. My nana cries at everything. My dad got like, that gene of just crying and everything from my nana. Like, anytime I say something, my nana will cry. I don't know why. Any time my dad says something, my nana will cry. Say, someone's birthday, my nana's crying. Something on the TV, nana's crying. My, my nana watches one of my YouTube videos, she's crying. She's so funny. And my dad's the exact same. X-Factor audition, there's tears. Like, I don't know. He's a crier. My family are criers. And you know what? Good for them. Crying's good. Crying's good for the soul sometimes, I think better art than in anyway that's my easter and that's when i'm going to see my family i'm going to go surprise in dublin which i'm kind of excited for i haven't really been to dublin in years actually so there's some places i've got saved on my on my tiktok dublin like that that's that how i like when i go traveling somewhere like that tiktok is my travel guide like i'll look up at like vegan dublin cafe dublin shopping dublin vintage shopping dublin and that's where I, that's where i decide where to go anyway what else has been going on recently in recent affairs i feel like on social media it's been quite interesting something I've been really interested in recently is the Gwyneth Paltrow thing <laughs> do you know who Gwyneth Paltrow is she's like she's an actress I'm pretty sure she's an actress but honestly no I'd say she's more of a wellness guru a health guru she's very into her she, she's like an almond mum on steroids like I think my mum's healthy my mom my mum is very very healthy she's a yoga instructor you know when she comes to see me she makes me bing stew for dinner and porridge for breakfast and she's always eating vegetables but she enjoys a glass of wine she enjoys a chocolate bar like my mum has fun you know she's not almond mum to the extreme like she let us have like biscuits and shit in the house when we were younger We aren't a fully ingredient household, but she, yeah, she is quite healthy. But Gwyneth Paltrow is an almond mum on steroids. She did a What I Eat in the Day. That's something I love is, I think it's Harper's Bazaar on YouTube. They're one of my favourite videos. It's when celebrities sit and they talk you through what they eat in a day. There's just something so satisfying about watching that. My favourite one is the little Yachty one. If you're bored after listening to this and you want to go watch a really, really funny video on YouTube, go watch the little Yachty what I eat in a day. It's incredible. Don't ask questions. Anyway, um, she did a what I eat in a day and she was like, so I fast until, like for like 24 hours. <laughs> she basically fasts half the day, doesn't eat. And then she... Oh my God, that's something else I've been obsessed with. Speaking of fasting, Um, so it's Ramadan at the minute. And... I've been watching these videos where people break their fast with iftar, which is where, when the sun goes down. Yeah, I don't really know much about Islam, but I've been really, like, just intrigued by i've been getting like a lot of like ramadan tiktoks and like the fact that they break their fast with like water and dates it made me crave dates i went and bought some dates the other day some medjol dates i actually do love dates they're so caramel like one of the best things ever but anyway they break their fast with, with dates and water and then the stuff that they eat after at it it's like more like dinner time because they actually wake up before um very early before the sun even rises and they have food then and then they go back to sleep but the Iftar is where I, I've been really enjoying those ones. I can't remember the name for the morning one. But anyway, the nighttime one, like the, the, the food that they eat it looks incredible. Um, and there's just like spinach soup that I've seen that I really, really want to try. So I think I'm going to like find a good like takeaway place near me. But that's just something I've been obsessed with recently is w- watching people break their Ramadan fast. Um, anyway, back to Gwyneth Paltrow. She fasts like 12 hours a day. And she, then, she was like, yeah, and then I break my fast with like a bone broth the fuck is bone broth sorry if you ever eat drinks bone broth it's terrifying i don't i don't understand that bone broth be fucking for real anyway then she eats like moss, and then she has like a black coffee and then she eats like almonds and spinach and like vegetables and she like she's just like she's insane the amount of like su- she owns this thing called goop and like the amount of superfood shit they have on there and recipes it's just like i don't know like Good for her. Like she, she looks great. You know, I'm sure her insides are squeaky clean. Mine are probably just like black from like delivery and vapes. Like they're probably just like rotting away. Anyway, <laughs> don't vape, terrible. Don't deliver either. Mind you, I cooked my dinner last night. Fucking hell, it was incredible. Can I just say something? Richmond vegan chicken, so good. That's all I'm gonna say. Go get it. I think they sell in Rose. Anyway, um, I cooked myself my own dinner. I was so proud of myself. I made chicken and broccoli. What the fuck? Who would have thought? Not me. Anyway, sorry, back to Gwyneth Paltrow. She does not eat Richmond vegan processed chicken. Let me tell you that. Her company Goop also released a candle and it was called This Smells Like My Vagina and it sold out. Um, So she's got a scandal recently because she apparently, allegedly, was on a ski trip and there was a man who... I No one really knows who crashed into who. They had a collision on the ski slopes. Happens. And he saw it was... Gwyn- I think he saw it was Gwyneth Paltrow and this is, this is my take on it, okay? If anyone wanted my two pence. He saw it was Gwyneth Paltrow, knew that he could get a great amount of money if he sued her for damages to his body. I mean, I could be completely wrong. She could have maliciously... Zoomed into him and given him some really life-threatening injuries, and if that's the case, I'm really really sorry for what I just said, but that's what I think. Because I mean, you'd do it too for a chick. I think he thought, you know, like Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't want to go to court over this. I'm gonna sue her, and she's gonna give me a payout because she doesn't want the press of going to court. She doesn't want the effort and the time and the money that takes going to court to like to like if 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 she fights back the suing, then they would have to go to court basically but gwyneth paltrow was like oh i got all the time in the world so they went to court and she countersued him for one pound which shows me that she's just being petty not even just being petty like she was like well fuck you she was like if you want to sue me then i'm going to take you to court and i'm going to countersue you for one pound because i think she that that the whole countersuing for one pound it's petty, but it also makes me think that she knows she did nothing wrong, and she thinks she knows that this guy just thinks he can get away with suing her for loads of money and she'll give a payout just because of who she is. Um, and the whole fucking thing is hilarious. So like Gwyneth Paltrow would take the stand in the court, and the person like what's it called like interrogating, not interrogating, you know, like a barrister or whatever. Um, it's like a Gwyneth Paltrow super fan, and it's like giggling at everything Gwyneth Paltrow says, and is asking Gwyneth Paltrow if she knows Taylor Swift, and fully fat and growing. It's hilarious. Like the the amount of things have been said, like Gwyneth Paltrow's lawyer was like kind of like, you know, trying to make her seem a bit like, not like, yeah, like a sob story, I guess. Like trying to make her seem vulnerable so that like she would get some sympathy from the jury. And um, they're like, so would you say that this kind of like ruined your ski trip? And she was like, yeah, well, I definitely, yeah. I lost half a day of skiing. As if that's a fucking like, what? I lost half a day of skiing. She's in a different tax bracket guys, you know. But it's hilarious and it's great entertainment. And that's something I've been obsessed with recently. Anyway, I'm gonna head now, but you should um go watch that little Yoda YouTube video. It's really, really, really funny. And I just love, it. you'll fall into a hole of watching them. Ian Summerholder, another great one. Why does he eat like that? Don't know. You should go watch it to see what I mean. love those videos. I don't know why. I have like a obsession with food videos. I love them as well when I'm eating. Anyway, that is, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you, if you celebrate Easter, have a great Easter weekend. I'm going to be partying it up in LA. Who knows if I'm going to be having a good time or not, but I'll let you know. Thanks for listening and I will see you next week. Love you. Bye.